Last season on This Guy's Legit, we explored entrepreneurship at every stage across industries. This season, we've changed our name. It's no longer This Guy's Legit. Now, it's Going Legit, and it's still exploring entrepreneurship. As we were beginning and preparing to launch this next season, some really crazy stuff went down. You all know it. You all know it all too well. Coronavirus is here, and we don't know how long we're going to be living in these new conditions. At the time of this recording, we have six counties in the Bay Area who are on 24-hour shelter in place for the next three weeks. We've got countries on lockdown all across the world. Um, We've got people who are confused and scared, and we've got small business owners who are stressed out, and they're unsure if they're going to make it through this. So very quickly, we've shifted gears, and instead of focusing on how people are growing and building a business, we're focusing on how people are keeping their businesses alive. The hope is that this very short series will offer a little bit of a window and a little bit of a mirror for other small businesses who are struggling right now. Um, The hope is that this offers maybe some new ideas, maybe a sense of solidarity, Um, the hope is that by the end of, of listening to this short series, you'll have a couple of new ideas. You'll have a sense that, that you're not in this alone and you might even have some reinforcement for some ideas that you are already thinking about, but aren't sure whether or not you can execute them. My name is Rachel Dorsey and I am super passionate about small business. I'm also a mother. I'm also a wife. Um, I'm also a homeowner and a person who happens to live in a county that still has access to the, uh, you know, a little more movement than some others. So I am for sure in a super uh, privileged position. I also have a yard, which I didn't have two years ago. And I'm my heart really goes out to all the people, especially the people with kids who are living in really tight quarters right now. Um, there are people who are out of work. There are people who aren't sure if they're going to be able to pay for their healthcare benefits. Like this is a really scary time. And I'm hoping, um, that, that this very short series can offer a little bit of solace and solidarity without further ado, you're listening to going legit with Rachel Dorsey. Priscilla, thank you so much for making time to talk with me. I know this is a very busy time for a PR professional, especially a crisis communications expert. Um, So thank you for making time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. So I want to go back to just so people have a sense of where your wisdom comes from. I'd love to hear a little bit about your background, about your experiences, particularly your time with NASA. Great. So I went to Chico State and I double majored in PR and media arts and the PR part of it was just supposed to be a minor. Um, But as I started taking more classes and really, really became more and more interested in uh, public perception, there's like the psychology to it I thought was really interesting, in particular crisis communication and how companies deal with crisis. And so that's really when I started that interest from there, I went into the events industry when I graduated and then in-house marketing for a couple different brands. And then when this job offer popped up with NASA in their communications department, 
I felt like this was it. This was my calling. This was my opportunity to use my passion for crisis communications and work somewhere that obviously always has a plan B. So they always create crisis comm plans. And that just felt like such a natural place for me to go. So that's where I went. And while I was there, oh, sorry, were you going to ask me something? No, okay. Just while, I, while I was there, I quickly transitioned into the role of uh, media specialist for the Mars rover landing, also known as Mars Science Laboratory, and the rover is also known as Curiosity. And so it was my responsibility to work with the team and help media train them for many different scenarios on landing night. And uh, one of the people that I had the extreme honor of working very closely with was Adam Stelsner, who was the lead engineer on the mission, and he became a very good friend. And then also Bob Ack, who is known as the Mohawk guy. Uh, those two in particular fielded a lot of interview requests and they did a lot of interviews and we worked really closely together during that time. Why is it so important to have a plan for crisis? You know, it's so it's mostly because if you don't have a plan, then you panic. And so what we're trying to prevent with that, with that backup plan is just a sense of calmness, a sense of, okay, we have a plan for this direction and pivot. This is where we're going to go when something bad happens now, because there are hundreds of different scenarios. I'm going to come in a minute. I know I'm going to come in a minute. You can ask your daddy and we'll go get, we'll get it for you in a little bit. Please close my door. Thank you. Okay. So let's just, um, so, he wants a magnifying glass. This is, this is the world right now. Um, okay. So just bringing it back to it's, it's super important because then you stay calm. Yes. Okay. So talk uh, to me about why, why it is important as a business to project calm to your community. Right. So when things obviously don't go as planned and you rely on that thing to go as planned, then obviously your world feels like it's crashing down. And so just by having a plan B, at least gives you some direction and something else to do when what you had planned doesn't end up happening. And obviously there's hundreds of different scenarios, thousands of different scenarios, and then it's impossible to plan for everything. But if you just create a framework and an outline of, okay, this didn't, end, this didn't end up happening the way I wanted it to. These are the things that I can control. So for example, for a brand, it's content creation. It's talking to your community. It's planning for the next six months. And even though we don't know what next week is gonna look like, it's still, let's just create a plan so that we have a sense of direction. So a lot of brands and small businesses did not see this coming. I mean, nobody saw this coming. We, right. you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were together in Palm Springs and it was like, we were talking about big vision and big dreams and big plans. And we came back and it was like, oh no, like this is real. It's here. It's happening. Crisis mode. So what I've seen pop up is people sort of not really knowing how to react. And particularly a lot of small businesses are really concerned about how they're going to pay their people, how they're going to pay their healthcare. People are concerned how they're going to pay their mortgages. And so people and especially small businesses are reacting in a lot of different kinds of ways. And I would love to hear from your perspective right now at the very beginning of this time, what can and should brands and small businesses be doing 
to appropriately communicate around this crisis? Right. I think nobody knows anything at this point. What we do know is that we're concerned. Everybody's concerned. Our community is concerned. So I say, let's talk about what we know. Reach out to your community and say, how are you? How can I help you? What can we do? We're, we would love suggestions. Like open it up and have that conversation, especially because we're all inside right now. We're all just reaching for something and we don't know what. And so if you can just extend to your community just a little bit, I think what can come of it can be really beautiful. Maybe something that you hadn't even thought of that somebody suggests and you take it and you run with it. But connection is so important right now. So there's a lot of, there are a lot of people who've been putting together free resources. There are a lot of people mm-hmm. who've been sharing, um, you know, codes for, you know, free three months of this, of this learning app and, you know, free two weeks of this exercise, uh, you know, workout online thing. And there are other people who are saying like, here's a big sale that I'm running right now, or, you know, here's this, you know, or they're like, they're continuing to put out messages that they had sort of ready to go a month ago, but are no longer appropriate, but they're still going out. And I want to hear like what words of caution you might have for people who are trying to figure out, um, you know, do I use this time to like sell or do I use this time to give for free or do I stay silent? Like there's a lot of people who just don't know what to be doing. Yeah. Right now is a moment of generosity. I say, if you have something to give, give it. We ordered games for the family on Amazon and Amazon gave us an extra game and we are giving it to our neighbor because I just feel like we need to give what we can, you know? And I guess maybe you can edit this out. Maybe the right thing to do would be to send it back to Amazon. (laughs) But I just feel like we have something extra. Let's give it to somebody. And just if you think about your business in terms of what can I give here? How can I be of service to somebody? And how can we all keep that energy going? And so right now I'm giving by having, by doing workshops, promoting workshops and trying to put people's minds at ease by saying, yeah, you're freaking out. Everybody's freaking out. It's okay to freak out. That's, that's totally okay. And we're all just taking this in day by day. But if there's anything I can say, if you can give, give. And then that, cause this is the moment right now, next week, maybe let's try figuring out strategy and launching the thing that you need to launch. Because I think everyone's going to kind of crave that giveaway, that random thing that just pops up in their feed usually instead of talking about how we're closing our doors or talking about how, you know, we can't, we're, we're sending people home and that kind of thing. Totally. I talked about this um, on, my, on a video on my feed a few weeks ago. I talked about this concept of storming, forming, and norming. And like at the beginning of any, it's really, typically relates to like group dynamics, but I think it's with everything. Like when we are confronted with a new scenario, our reaction is to storm. We fight against it. We try to figure out how to, how to combat it, how to make it through it. Um, And then we come together. That's the forming part. We come together, we figure out how to support each other. And then the norming is when we've gotten through those first two phases and then it's the new normal and then we can proceed and then we can try to figure out how to monetize and then we can figure out how to pivot. 
But in those first two phases, which we are firmly in the first, right. like all we can do is what you're suggesting, which is like to reach out, to connect and to offer, uh, offer service if you can. Right. Right. I think the, the brands that are panicking and putting out that plea, like, please buy, please support us. I, I feel like right now is not that moment. I think that right now what we need to say is we're here for you. We want to thank you for supporting us all this time, like, and still being here with us. And of course, people are thinking about the smaller brands and the event industry and all of these other things. Like, that's always top of mind for me. And for people that it's not top of mind for, they are absolutely not the people that you should be marketing to right now because they're the ones that are just trying to figure out what their what their next move is, how to keep their family safe. I think there's much bigger concerns right now than buying anything. But when I'm ready to get back to that place, of course I'm gonna think about the brands that I've always supported and I loved. And I know that they're struggling, but I think that voicing your struggle is only adding more negativity to a space that is super sensitive right now. So how how are you how are you maintaining perspective and a healthy mental state when like we're in this moment? Like what are, are there any, are there any tools that you have to offer? Like, are there any practices that you're like leaning into? I purely and simply, I'm just an eternal optimist. And so I'm just in this place where everything is going to be okay because everything needs to be okay. And my role and my responsibility right now is to be that energy for people who are not eternal optimists and for my clients and my community and my family. And so it's really, it's really, uh, couldn't be a very isolating place to be, but it's so necessary. And so I'm just gonna keep doing, I think what I feel in my gut is I'm supposed to be doing right now. Well, thank you for making time to talk with me and thank you for sharing so honestly um, and for, for giving this wisdom and advice. I know that that uh, people pay you a lot of money to, <laughs> to hear this wisdom from you and get this real talk and um, I'm grateful that you're sharing it with the community for free. My pleasure, thanks for having me. And of course, if anybody wants to reach out, if anybody has any questions or suggestions, I would be happy to hear them they could email me do you want me to plug in my email yes, right please. now yeah just okay. go ahead yeah tell us your handles tell us your email address the best ways to stay in touch with you and to be following what you're offering and what you're doing in the community great they could email me at priscilla p-r-i-s-c-i-l-l-a at prvega.com and on social i am at pvega and my agency is at pr.vega Fantastic. Well, I'm already following and Yay. everyone listening is going to follow as well um, because there's, there's so much more to learn from Priscilla and um, we are grateful that you made the time. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Going Legit with Rachel Dorsey. This episode was produced by me and it was executive produced by my company, Bone and Gold. It was edited by my husband, Drew, and the original composition is by Taylor Joshua Rankin. These episodes were recorded and edited and produced while our kids were in the other room or maybe even on our laps because you got to do what you got to do in times of Corona. 
If you're interested in more small business resources, if you're interested in coaching around pivoting or coaching around business planning while things are slow, feel free to check it out at goinglegit.co. We've got a whole season of episodes there. We've got worksheets, we've got uh, articles, and we've got uh, workshops, and we've got coaching resources. So check us out at goinglegit.co if you're curious. Again, please share with your friends. The more people that hear this, the more people will feel a connection, and maybe it'll help us see a little light at the end of the tunnel. Stay well, stay healthy, wash your hands, don't touch your face, and share that toilet paper.